Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021 and the first episode of the new year on Scale Up Your Business. Wow. I know lots of you are sitting there thinking, I'm so glad that 2020 is done. It's in the books. And I get that, right? You know, it was a really chaotic traumatic year for so many people. Equally, a lot of people had the best years they've ever had with their businesses. I've had clients who are in that boat, but we can't forget the level of disruption and uncertainty, the fear that was created from a year like I've certainly never experienced in my lifetime. And of course, there are some really, really terrible stories where people have got ill, they've lost loved ones, and we can't dismiss that. But this 15 minutes to action today is about grabbing hold of 21 and absolutely making the intention, the commitment to making it the best year you possibly can. Perhaps the best year ever for you and your business, because there's nothing stopping you in doing that. So we are going to focus on results, outcomes, goals for this year. In many cases, this is a short form version of some of the stuff I spoke about on very early episodes of Scale Up Your Business when I talked about goal setting. In fact, I think I did two, I think they were like 45 minute each episodes. So I can promise you that we're going to rattle through this today. And the reason I want to do this, I mean, a lot of people have already sort of planned the year. A lot of, a lot of you do that. I know between Christmas and New Year, you have time out, you set your goals, you have your plans. But goal setting is not a once off thing. A great time of the year to reflect on it is at the end of one year and going to the next, but you should be reviewing your goals daily. You should be writing them down. You should be looking at them weekly, thinking about the actions that need to happen. And you should absolutely be working in 90-day blocks. I talk about 90-day cadence all the time. The way to smash a set of annual goals out of the park is to get the focus into more granular time blocks. So let's talk about it. I want to inspire you today. If you haven't started this, perhaps imagine you're a little bit late, or even if you have set some goals and some intentions, I want you to kind of use this 15 minutes or so to be able to look back and maybe iterate, change, evolve, so that when you look at what's written down in your journal on your piece of paper, you are massively excited and you are disciplined enough to do the work to make it happen. So let's kick off. I want to start off by saying there are a number of things, a number of factors that affect you, your life, and your goals. And I want to just start there because we are leaving 2020 and moving into this, this, new, this new year. So the first thing is the environment. The environment that you're in, that has a big impact on you. So that can be your home environment, your family. It could be just the dimensions of how things have changed. It's the events. So did your business do well? Did it not do well? Were there other things that distracted you? You had to put your focus in. Was family more of a priority over the last period of time just because of everything going on? I know for me personally, there was a period of time there where we had the girls home for homeschooling and that had to be the focus. The third area is what you understand, your knowledge. So what you know now and what you need to know absolutely affects your life and your goals. So what I mean by that is, 
you've got to have a commitment to growth anyway. And, and I often have a list of both personal and professional development because I know seeking out knowledge, working with people who have been there and done that before is going to be the catalyst and the driver to get me to where I want to be. Then you've got results. So whether it's business or personal, we're all affected by the outcomes that we've previously received. And in many cases, I look at it from a perspective of results are feedback. And if you're getting great results, then that's that's great feedback that you should continue doing what you're doing. If you're getting poor results, that's also feedback that perhaps you should change things. And then the fifth area is really your focus in the future, your vision. What are you striving towards? What is out there a fair way ahead that you're moving towards, be that five years, 10 years, up to 20 years? talk about vision a lot in business, it's equally important in any form of goal setting. So I set the context with those dimensions, those characteristics, because as we start to think about the plan for the year, we need to contextualize them in those areas. A lot of the stuff that I do on goal setting is inspired by the reading and the knowledge that I've personally gained from Jim Rohn uh, and also Tony Robbins, who worked with Jim Rohn, in fact, was an understudy to some of Jim Rohn's fantastic teachings. So as we move forward, let's think about a couple of things. A lot of people live in the past, and that's why I wanted to start this episode by talking about 2020, and they let their life be continually pulled and influenced by the past. So we've got to remember that it's important to review the past and make it useful to whatever decisions we make in the future. But you've got to make sure that the greatest pull on your life is not the past. It's the pull towards the future. Now, this is, again, something that, that I learned from Jim Rohn. So this comes back to having big dreams, big objectives, having a strong why behind what you do. All of those things are going to start to move you forward. And one of the things I did a long time ago is I did a process where I was looking forward 20 years in the future. And the whole premise of that was what would happen in the future if I'm not focused, disciplined enough to make decisions today. And some of those things were quite painful, but it gave me the juice. It gave me the leverage to really think about what I want to create. So the positive of that is, is as I said, dreams, it's vision, and they can pull you through all kinds of down seasons. You know, um, again, it was Tony Robbins who talked about, you know, when winter's here, you need to plan for the spring. And a bad day can sometimes overwhelm you if you don't have something really purposeful to go after in the future on the other side of that day. So think of it this way. If you've got really strong goals and you've got the why behind those goals, you'll be able to get through anything. You'll take the action and that really clear, outstanding vision ahead of you is where you're going and that's going to drive you to accomplish. So I want to start off with those two, those two areas, the things that can affect you and the pull, the pull of the future, super, super important as you go about you know, setting goals for the coming year or at any stage when you do this. Now, there are three really important components of goals that work, goals that really inspire you. And those components are, first and foremost, they have to be believable. So, if you set a goal that you want to be a millionaire in four weeks and you're in debt at the moment, that's not really realistic. I commend the ambition, but you know, you've got to be a little bit more realistic. If you said you want to be a millionaire in the next three years and you're currently in a position where you're in a job or whatever else, then that's possible. It's possible. So it's that that in its in its own right is believable. I'm always about 
setting big goals, but they have to have some level of realism to them because otherwise your brain will just, you know, dismiss them as being, as I said, impossible. So to use the word again, the second component is they've got to be inspiring. They've got to inspire action. If you're, let's say one of your goals is to lose a lot of weight and the only time you can exercise is at 4.30 in the morning. I know a few of my clients do that. I don't personally do that, but I know some people do. Then you have to want that and be inspired enough about the end state of that to be able to take that action, to have discipline around that. And the third area is they have to be goals that you can take action on. And that's a little bit of a difficult one sometimes because, you know, if you've got a goal that is someone else's decision to make, um, let's say, for example, you have a goal and you want to marry someone in the future that you, you know, is either already married or lives on a different country or, you know, is, a, is already a, a famous movie star, can't really act on that. Now, I don't, I, I, the reason I hesitate is I know some people who have actually gone and done extraordinary things when people have said it was impossible. So I, I say these things with the caveat emptor that you've got to still have the ambition, but you want to be thinking about, you know, things in this way. The reason I suggest it is if you think about things this way, they tend to be more likely to happen. So believable, inspiring, and something you can take action on in the moment today. Once you've set the goal, go out there and do something small that sets that the pathway to you achieving it. And now I want to finish this episode by just talking about some tips. So tips around how you should set goals. And in many cases, this is a bit of a full circle of what we started talking about at the beginning of this episode as well. So the first thing is spend some time evaluating and reflecting. So the only way that we can reasonably decide what we want to do in the future and how we're going to get there is to first know where we are right now and our level of satisfaction, where we are in our lives. So we want to focus our goals, if you like, the first order of that is for us to set aside some time to evaluate what's worked and what hasn't. So it comes back to that feedback loop. So if you haven't started this process yet, give yourself a good hour or two to really think about what's working and what's not, both in your business and your life. The second tip is, is the power. I've mentioned it a couple of times, the power of vision, the power of dreams. And you've got to ask the question in, in different ways. So what is your vision? And therefore, what are your goals that you want to achieve to, that enables that vision to happen? And it's really important to think about this in the, in the, again, the context of your values and what you really want to achieve. That could be your own achievement. It could be the contribution you want to make, the bigger impact. And this is something I'll just share with you. This is something I probably wasn't that clear on when I was younger because I had dreams. I had goals that underpinned those dreams. But then I decided to follow a different path and then I changed. And what I'm doing now is absolutely congruent with my values, my beliefs. So the point here is, you know, even if the dream feels a lot in the future and the goals feel aspirational, bearing in mind what I said beforehand, you still want to get this stuff down. You want to write it down. It's, it's the vision piece, which changes so many companies that I work with. It's amazing when people get clarity in this area. So that's the piece to focus on. The third tip is a bit of an obvious one. You would have heard it before. When you do set goals, when you're turning your vision into something more tangible, make them smart. That means specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. So when I say specific, don't be vague. You know, be super precise, exactly what you want. When I say measurable, you've got to put some quantification around your goal so you know that it's been achieved or not. 
attainable is, you know, be honest. What can you reasonably accomplish at this point in your life? You know, you might have lots of different things going on, other responsibilities. So you've got to set goals that are attainable given the constraints or choices that you make. And that's, you know, it's about priorities. If it is the season to be with your family, like it was for so many of us through COVID, then it's perhaps, you know, not realistic and therefore not attainable to be putting as much focus on, you know, your physique, how you look or your business. And that is probably, I would say, very arguably the right decision at that point in time. Realistic. It's got to be doable. It's got to be real. It's got to be practical. That comes back to the idea of what you can take action around. And time's important because you need to, again, similar to putting measurement, you need to know when you've completed a goal. And it's quite nice to put time frames. And one of the things Tony Robbins said, which I never forgot, is he said that we tend to set unrealistic expectations of what we can achieve in 12 months, but we we set quite limiting or quite small ambition of what we can achieve in 10 years. And it's an inverse proportion or an inverse result of how that will work. So to, to unpack that, we, we sit there and say, I want to be a millionaire in 12 months, but you haven't got the foundations. So it might take you two or three years or maybe a little bit longer to get to that. But if you jump forward and you do something every single day, you compound every day, you keep sowing the seeds every day, imagine what can be created in 10 years. A lot of us don't look ahead that far to realize how big the empire is that we can build or the impact is that we can make. Okay, the last one, the last one is accountability, the power of accountability. So it means to give an account. So when someone knows what your goals are, they can help you be accountable. They can't really hold you to account, but they can help you be accountable for what you've said you would do. So whether it's someone trying to reach the same goal as you, so it could be someone, you know, you're going, you want to run a marathon, you might train with a friend, for example, or just someone who can give you the basic idea, the feedback and potentially just call it out if you're not putting in the action that requ required. That stuff can be super, super powerful. Um, a lot of the mentoring and coaching I do, strangely as it may seem, is about accountability. Having a weekly call with me in your ear, <laughs> like this is, saying, you said you're going to do this, so why aren't you doing it? You'd be surprised how that spurs action. Obviously done in the right way with the right amount of tough love. So that's it, 15 minutes, quick, sharp, really to inspire you today to press stop on this podcast, get out your journal, your pen, your paper, and start to take some action, start to make a list, start to get clear on what you want to achieve, you know, build all those things in. So just to, to be clear on those tips again, you've got to evaluate first, reflect on what's happened, particularly this last 12 months. You've got to decide what you want. You've got to be smart about it and you've got to have some degree of accountability, whether that's a coach or a mentor, it's your family, it's a friend, someone there in your corner is going to make a big difference. And I find that when you put all these things together, you put yourself in the best position, the best amount of power to really jump forward to achieving your goals, creating the business, creating the life that you want and you deserve. So that's it. Hope you've enjoyed it. Welcome to 2021 again. I hope it's the best year you can possibly have. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, show up. Bye for now. 
And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.